Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. Today, we're looking at how to make remote meetings engaging, how to get out and work at a coffee shop when they're all closed, and some free recipes from Jamie Oliver. First up is a blog on Miro.com about remote meetings and how to make them engaging. Now, we've talked about this topic a fair amount so far, but I bring this one up because there's a couple of fairly unique and interesting points on this article. The first one is this idea of using a shared space. And this is really interesting because when you're all meeting via video conferencing software and you're all basically sat at home by yourselves, it can be difficult to feel any level of real connection with the people that you're talking to beyond just being able to see them on your laptop screen. And the idea from Miro here is that you should use a shared space like a whiteboard, which everyone can contribute to at the same time. Now, I suppose this could be anything that anyone could edit at the same time. So it could be like a Google Doc or something like that. But the interesting point is that it's one centralized space where you can all kind of interact with each other on the same thing. And I think this really adds this nice collaborative space that you can all contribute to. And I think it would bring everyone a bit closer together in a meeting. So I'd be interested to hear, do you do something like this? Do you have a shared space when you have online meetings beyond just the video conferencing software that you're using? I think this is a really interesting idea and would love to hear from you if you do use something like this. Email us wfh at lowerstreet.co and we'd be more than happy to discuss it on the show. A second interesting point from this blog by Miro is this idea of inviting the right number of people. Now, hopping on a video call in terms of time and effort can be fairly cheap and it can be tempting to just scoop everyone up and get them into the same meeting to hash out whatever it is that you need to discuss. But this blog really cautions you to make sure that you're only inviting just enough people to get the meeting done. And I think this is a really good point because it's not the best feeling in the world to be in an online meeting and to be just kind of sat there twiddling your thumbs and thinking about what you could be doing other than this meeting. So this idea of inviting just the right number of people and no more, I think is really important. And thirdly, this idea of having small talk. And this is really important because you can totally lose the social connectedness that you have with the people that you work with if every single meeting immediately begins with getting down to business right off the bat. I've certainly found that recently in meetings we've been having, where we've had the opportunity for a couple of minutes at the start to just have a bit of a chat, maybe before everyone is fully arrived or the meeting is scheduled to begin. I've really enjoyed those and I think it's been really valuable, especially nowadays when everyone is pretty much consigned to being stuck at home. This opportunity to have a sort of no strings attached social conversation with someone is really important and it also helps to know the people that you work with. So we'll have a link to this article in the show notes. Do check it out. And next up is a tool called coffativity.com. 
And this is a really interesting idea. It's pretty simple. The idea is you go to the website, you press play, and then this background noises of a coffee shop or a lounge or a university library is played in the background. The idea being that if you have some nice atmospheric noises in the background, you might be able to work better or at least be able to get somewhat out of the space that you're in. Now, I've said before that my work primarily involves handling audio, so I wouldn't be able to use something like this for most of the time. But I do think for work like writing or admin, where I would have music on in the background, this could be an interesting alternative. Because I love listening to music, but sometimes it can be a bit distracting. And I can end up thinking too much about the lyrics or what's coming up next or anything like this. But some nice ambient background noise might be just what I'm after. And if you're the sort of person who would normally be out working at a cafe or a Starbucks or something like that, and you're not able to do that at the moment, then maybe this is just the right sort of, kind of maybe a similar sort of thing that you would enjoy listening to. I'd be really interested to hear if there's anybody out there that uses either Coffitivity or a site like it to listen to background noise of something whilst they're working. So do let us know. And finally, we've all been using this time under lockdown to do a little bit more cooking, or we've been thinking about it. If you've been on Twitter recently, you realise it is awash with people making bread. Everybody loves to make bread (laughs) under lockdown. But if you want to make something different or slightly more interesting than bread, then Jamie Oliver has been releasing a whole bunch of new recipes under the titles of Keep Cooking and Carry On. The idea being that it's a whole bunch of simple recipes that you can make whilst you are stuck at home. And whilst I'm not a particularly big cook, I do enjoy it every now and then. And there's a couple of things that really caught my eye. There's a really nice looking roasted vegetable curry, which, although it takes a wee while to make, feeds about eight people, or me, for seven days. And I would really like to try something like that out, get me out of my cooking comfort zone, as it were. I'm a master at pasta, but I'm not so great with curry, so I think it would be really interesting to give that a go. There are dozens and dozens and dozens of really great looking recipes on here and we will have a link to the list of all the recipes in the show notes and I would really encourage you to check them out because we all need something different to do and I reckon cooking up something and being able to eat whatever you spend your evening doing is really important. And also as we've discussed before, cooking can be used to mark that line in the sand between work and home life. It could be part of your ritual or your third space, as we've talked about before, Dr. Adam Fraser's idea that even if you don't have anywhere to commute to, you should create a third space between work and home to sort of take yourself out of work and get yourself ready for home. And that could be sitting in the kitchen and doing some cooking. That's it for today's episode. Do you have stories about working from home that you'd like to share with us? Tips you'd like to hear or topics you'd like us to cover? Email us wfh at lowerstreet.co. Remember to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it. And join us for new content every week day. Hold up. 